Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's been a rough day for media today. I mean, to a certain degree, the economic environment for media has been rough for the last 20 years. The world is changing. And if you're around my age or Dan's age, sometimes the symbolism of some of these titles going away outweighs the real impact. Right. It's human nature. When something that you connect with in a nostalgic way goes away, it hurts. Even though, you know, you haven't gone to that restaurant or that drive in movie theater uh, in 20 years, you like knowing it was still around. Sports Illustrated, I think, is like that. It's been in the news today because. There were reports that Sports Illustrated laid off the entire staff of writers and reporters. Now, some people still will be, you know, putting stuff on the website. And Sports Illustrated, I think, really got its reputation because it had longer form reporting. It was really good sports reporting. And today, pretty much every Gen X guy is out there posting on social media about whatever the first Sports Illustrated issue they got was. And Dan and I were talking about this today. And look, you never want to see someone lose their job or get laid off. There are about 100 people who got laid off at Sports Illustrated today, which, side note, when you think Sports Illustrated, If I asked you how many employees, how many writers, how many reporters, how many editors do you think they have at Sports Illustrated? Would you would you have thought? A hundred. Like it goes to show how. Decimated these big names in publishing really are. And I don't know, like, I don't know how much you guys care about this, right? When you think Sports Illustrated. What do you think of? I, I think the first thing most of us think of is the swimsuit issue, right? Depends what age you are. There was a time when being, when your favorite athlete or your team was on the cover of Sports Illustrated is a big freaking deal. Remember there was an SI jinx for a long time. But what year was the last time that anyone really gave a rip about being on the cover of Sports Illustrated? And I'm not, like, trying to dance on the grave of Sports Illustrated. The reality is the value of that name, Sports Illustrated, is higher than the value of the actual publication. It just is. And and I think it's hard for some of these things to go away. But do you think Sports Illustrated... Potentially shutting down for good. There's talk today, you know, within the last hour or so, like, oh, no, we're going to sell the name to somebody else. We'll license the the parent of the name because this is how this works. Some 
hedge fund, some big company, whatever, buys the name and then they'll license it to somebody else. You know, so so Sports Illustrated may rise again. I just feel like there's so much sports reporting out there. You have The Athletic. Now, the New York Times got rid of their New York Times sports reporters. But that's because New York Times bought The Athletic, which has reporters all over the country. And so do you need both? Like, the truth is... How much How much do we need? How much do we need? We've got our local papers here, Dan, I think, do yeah. an amazing job. Well, and especially with long form and the recap. Especially in an age where video on demand is so huge. That's why you, know, you saw a large diminished uh, staff in terms of writing at, say, ESPN or Yahoo Sports or yeah. any of the other national sports publications. Remember Bally's? Uh, formerly Fox Sports regionals used to have their own website right. writers, yeah, and those folks all got let go uh, because it was determined that fans wanted video-based um, reporting more than they wanted actual uh, written word stuff. Uh, the Athletic came along and bet against that trend and said, "No, we still think there's an audience out there that really wants high-quality reporting yeah. in a written form." And it turned out there was a, quite an audience for that, so much so that the New York Times then turned around and paid a hefty price. To own that reporting, and then yeah, then they turned around and blew out kind of their their own sports staff because, like you said, it was redundant. I think you know things like every other medium out there. There's fracturing. There's just so many different ways to get information that it's hard to consolidate and be a big presence the way Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And, you know, before them, the Sporting News was you know the sporting publication, and both of those titles have gone or yeah. are going by the wayside. It's just it's difficult to have that large of an audience without having a significant web-based uh, product. And sport, it's one of the things when you read through the articles about what's, what affected Sports Illustrated is they were very slow yeah. to move to web-based, and then their website sucked. I mean, it was yeah. slow and clunky and didn't work terribly well, and so pe- that brand lost a lot of its value. I think the bigger story is not the decline in sports reporting no. or long form. I think the bigger story is that magazines are almost dead. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So when I was younger, we would get Newsweek at our house. I think I still have some of the Newsweeks from pivotal moments from when the Persian Gulf War started, from when the Berlin Wall came down. Like these were pivotal moments. And I really liked that at the end of a week you could take Newsweek and really read some thoughtful stories that would explain things and but think about what used to be the most powerful publication. Time. Time. Right. Newsweek. People. How well, How did we find out from about celebrities other than people? Right. Now you got it everywhere. I used to be a subscriber to Entertainment Weekly. Yes. Uh, made great bathroom reading, right? Right. But they've gone completely web-based now. There's no more print version of Entertainment Weekly. We have regional magazines in this town. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I write for Minnesota Monthly. I'm the food editor. Fantastic publication. But I'm a freelancer. Sure. Like, it's, there aren't a ton of people who work for these full time. Nope. And the reality is most magazines are in business because of events. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Minneapolis St. Paul magazine and fashion events, the Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal or Twin Cities Business, which is mostly in business to give away awards and have those sorts of corporate functions. And uh, that's what it is. So the magazine sort of gives credibility to events. The reality is I'm not going to be someone who says, who wags my finger and says, well, it's your guy's fault because you should subscribe to these things. The truth is uh, what's left out there is mostly like a hodgepodge of freelancers who are being underpaid for the work they're providing anyway. You know, the bigger danger, I think, is the, the fact that shifting to Internet writing and Internet coverage, and we all get our stuff digitally, it's fine. The amount of money advertisers pay for that is lower. Yep. So there's less money to hire good writers. There's less money to edit and double check. And so you do get crappier stuff. Right. You just do. And much like we saw with newspapers, uh, everybody, when they first got online, everything was free. And consumers got so used to being able to just log on to whatever website they wanted and read yeah. every article for free that then when websites started going, oh, wait, we got to do some sort of subscription model here because we're getting – we're losing a ton of money on our print side yeah, or on our television side or whatever it was. Now you're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube and you've got a consumer base that's used to getting stuff for free and trying to get those folks to subscribe. That's a challenge. That's not a, no, a challenge that can't be overcome. Star Tribune's doing very well. Right. Uh, and on a subscribe, subscriber model. And they're doing well, though, because they have an owner who is satisfied with the paper just Breaking sort of cash flowing. Yeah. Yeah. He's not trying to rot, take, take profits out of it. Most businesses don't function that way. So I don't know what yeah. the what the the bigger takeaway is, right? Because it's sort of depressing. <laughs> we have more information available to us than ever before. We have... Less of an attention span. And less of a desire to support what it takes to generate that information. That's right. And so the media people are trying to figure out a way to make that work. But it's hard. It's hard. Uh, I will say that there was a poll on the most iconic Sports Illustrated cover. And the winner was from March 3rd. 1980. Can you, you can guess what it is, right? That would be the U.S. Olympic hockey team? The Miracle on Ice. It's a beautiful photo. The power of the still photo, to me, is still undefeated. 448, we are going to talk about Kids Bop. Oh, yes. Get fired up for the State Fair bandstand. It's Kids Bop, baby. We're talking about it next on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 